And now for something purposely positive. Welcome to Strive to Thrive, the Purposely Positive Podcast, brought to you by TonyWCoaching.com, where your greatest success is right in front of you. This is Tony Wexler, your host, and on this podcast, we talk about positive issues to bring positive content into the world. I have entitled the year 2022 as the year of momentum, but what exactly is momentum? Now, the dictionary, it defines momentum as the strength or force that something has when it is moving. And it's usually started by a series of events. Like, have you ever found yourself just sitting there? And as you just stop, you find yourself feeling that urge to go towards something right in front of you. Like, you have to make this yours. And not only that, but momentum also tells us that you're making progress You may only be moving one step at a time, but when you're feeling totally connected to your desires, momentum can be a force to be reckoned with. Now, on today's podcast, we're going to discuss momentum and how it can truly work in our lives. And to help me with this discussion, I want to welcome my amazing friend, Krista. Krista, welcome to the podcast today. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be here. Go 2022. I love it. (laughs) Yes, I'm excited to have you here and to help me do a little bit of talking because if anyone is listening right now and hears my voice, they're going, what's wrong with Tony? Well, I still have momentum because I'm not stopping doing these podcasts. My voice, I got a little bit of laryngitis, but you know what? I'll talk right through it and you're going to help me talk. Tell me a little bit about When you hear the word, Krista, uh, what does momentum mean to you? Well, I think you just nailed it pretty well. It's just telling everybody what was going on with you, right? It's the continuous movement of moving forward despite the obstacles. (laughs) Here you are still showing up. It's hard to talk and everything else. But that's momentum is we're going to face the difficulties. We're going to face, you know, issues and whatnot. And it's that decision to keep moving. Yeah. And everything starts with a decision. We all have desire, but desire doesn't mean anything. We can desire to have chocolate cake, but unless we make a decision, we're going to go out and get that cake. That desire doesn't really mean anything. It's the decision. So once we make that decision and that decision then turns to determination and determination is really the fuel behind momentum. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think you're right. You know, we desire so much, you know, we desire to change. We desire to do this. We desire to do that, but it's an emotion. So until we create the action, it's just a desire. Well, before we started recording, we were talking a little bit about the past years and with all the things in the world that have been going on between the illnesses and the lockdowns and COVID and how, people have kind of felt they've been slowed down. And I'm really feeling that regardless of what goes on around us this year, 2022, we're just not going to let anything stop us. We're going to move forward and we're going to make it happen. And every one of us, every one of us listening, and I know you, you do, and I do, we all have these desires. We all have these things that we want to really see happen. And I think this year things are going to open up. 
I totally agree with you. And, you know, we've all kind of gone through it in the last two years. We've all experienced something unprecedented that none of us knew what to do. There was no manual. There was no guidebook how to get through this. (laughs) But I think sometimes we need to have a moment of pause to figure out what those next steps are. So if we can look at those last two years as those moments of pause, here we go. Now it's game time. Game is on and we're ready to Game on. accept the challenge. I'm, I'm right there with you. So tell me a little bit about what you do and how momentum has played a part in taking you from maybe where you started a few years back to where you are today. Oh, momentum. I love momentum. So I am an online personal trainer and habit-based nutrition coach. And I actually came into my business because of the momentum I had created in my own personal life. Uh, I actually started the process of becoming a personal trainer when I was considered quote unquote, morbidly obese. Thank you. Medical terminology. (laughs) And so I, I decided at one point that, you know, after having a moment of pause that there was something I needed to do differently. So I started to do research into becoming a personal trainer because what I had been doing was not working. It was not all about, here's your vegetables, go lift some weights and you're going to lose weight. Doesn't work that way. (laughs) It's not always that simple. There's a lot more work involved in that. And, you know, I kept throwing solutions or what I thought were solutions at the problem and the problem just consisted and just, it continued and I couldn't resolve it on my own. So I started the process of becoming a personal trainer. And at that point I had people that were reaching out to me saying, Hey, can you help me? Like you kind of understand that I'm not giving up my chocolate. I'm not giving up my coffee. (laughs) I can't work out four hours a day. And with that, the momentum started to build within my own business and as well as in my own transformation and through habit-based programming, I was able to lose 125 pounds. I was able to launch my own business where I do online coaching for people across the country. And it all started with, like we talked about the desire and then actually making the decisions to move. I love that. We had a similar journey, except it wasn't on the uh, the health aspect of it. It was just on making that change in our lives. Because mm-hmm. now before this whole COVID situation came in, I worked and I've been a trade and my trade is I've been an investigator. In fact, I still have a private investigator's license. I worked for my local municipality here and I did investigations. It's like, well, what does that have to do with coaching and with podcasting and with all of the things that I do now in teaching and speaking? I said, well, I used to teach other investigators. And what I would do is I would teach them how to get information from suspects, from witnesses, and especially how to get a confession from a suspect. And what happened with me I decided, you know what, I can teach another investigator, a new investigator, how to get a confession from somebody and have that person who just confessed their crime thank that investigator for (laughs) the opportunity to give them the confession. And I figured, you know what, if I can teach that, I can teach somebody how to sell a car. Uh, That's an amazing skill right there, right? Thank you for letting me come clean about that. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So I decided, well, Yeah, because teaching was really something that I was really passionate about. And I thought, 
I don't want to just teach other investigators now. I want to teach everybody. And well, long story short, COVID happened. So I was not able to market this new business concept idea. And I got into a training program and I learned about coaching and life coaching. And I said, you know what? This is what everything in life has led me toward. I can go back and I can see the decisions and the choices that I made in life, the paths that I followed how everything has led me right here. And to me, that is kind of like the backdrop of the whole momentum issue, because we didn't know while we were experiencing things earlier in our life that we would be here where we are now. But now we can look back. It's like climbing a mountain. Have you ever climbed? That's one of my favorite hikes. Uh, I live in yes. New York state and I love to go up to the Adirondacks and just climb a mountain. So I'll hike yeah. up a mountain. And when you first start hiking and you, you're going up and up and up, and when you turn around and you look down and you see how far you've come and you realize the progress you've made and the momentum that you've just generated, that really is what gives you the momentum to keep going. It's really true, you know, because I do, I think that, you know, like you said, we're climbing a mountain and sometimes you're not always on the right path per se, right? You kind of go off path, you go a little off kilter, but you're still able to turn back around and be like, okay, this may not be the exact direction I was planning on, but I'm still moving somewhere. I'm still going forward. I'm still making progress. And I think sometimes we get a little lost in that as well, right? Because some of us have had many different journeys. We've had different careers. We've had different passions. And I think as long as we keep sight of the fact that we're still continuing to grow and develop and do big things, you're going to create this huge thing that you may not even know about yet. You're going to get to the top of that mountain and be like, oh my gosh, this is even cooler than I thought. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me ask you this. I'm going to change gears a little bit because it sounds like what you're involved in now, this whole personal training and coaching people is something that you have a lot of passion about and you're really excited about doing this for people. But let me ask you, have you been in your past and done things in your life career-wise maybe that you really haven't been quite as passionate about? So, um, yes, absolutely. You know, and that was the thing is I used to you know, tell everybody I'm a, you know, multi-passionate entrepreneur and everything else, but I've still had a career as far as, you know, the normal corporate world. Um, I cannot do math to save my life, but I actually worked as a tax processor. Explain that one to me. And I am not a desk person where I'm just, you know, filing papers. I like people. I need to be around people. So here I am doing math and not talking to people. <laughs> Is this the right path? Maybe, maybe not. But again, it's created different opportunities that I may not have ever known about had I had not been in that position. Exactly. And you can look back now with new eyes and you can see the skills that you learned in those jobs that really, if you hadn't learned those things, you wouldn't be where you are today. Absolutely. And I think that that's kind of how you have to look at almost every situation, whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship, you know, there's so many things. And I think that if you can get to a place where even if you go, well, that didn't work out or, well, it did work out, there's still something that you learned from it. There's still something you can take from it. And there's a way that you can use that information to grow into the next step and the next phase of whatever it is that you're trying to work towards. 
Absolutely. So what are some of your goals over the next maybe five years? Where would you like to be? And what would you like for your clients? You know, for my clients, I'm going to start with that because that's my big goal right now is honestly, I love working with my clients. I I work a little bit differently than, you know, what the industry status used to be because I know that it's not so simple. I know that it takes a little bit more time because you have to create the momentum. You have to create those results. So for me, it's, it's about my clients. It's really about changing their lives and setting them up for a lifestyle that they can continue no matter what. It doesn't matter if we're still working together or not. It's creating that lifestyle for them in the future. That is so hugely important for me. It's interesting because the last podcast that I recorded, and it was just a couple of days ago, and it was probably the one that people listened to last week, had to do with fitness, and it had to do with the balancing of the mind and the body. Because really, I believe that fitness is 20% body, 80% mindset, because we have to create the right mindset. And one of the things that I talked about is in momentum for that we all have this thing in our life called habit gravity. Habits are so ingrained in us. We pretty much work on automatic pilot. What we do every day, we get up, we do the same thing day after day. And to make that change, it's very difficult. So we have to be able to really work hard. Traditionally, people always talk about, oh, it takes 21 days to make a habit, 21 days to make. Well, really, it's a lot more than that. The first 21 days are important. It's really more like 90 days for a habit. What I like to tell people to do is to start building momentum. So let me give you something that maybe maybe you can use this. Someone who has not walked on a treadmill, let's say, and they want to start doing it. Now, I find, and I'm sure you probably do too, let me ask you this. Do people usually try to overdo it when it comes to their New Year's resolutions? They say, well, I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to go on this really strict diet where I'm going to give up all these things that I like, and then I'm going to exercise. I'm going to join a gym and I'm going to go for an hour a day. Right. They always want to do so. Oh, much. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's where we fail. But that's where we fail. we're <laughs> sure. setting ourselves that's up. Where you're going. <laughs> yes. yes. So start little by little. And even if it's something as ridiculous as go downstairs, take all that clothes that you have hanging on the treadmill because we know people with treadmills, right? That becomes the catch-all for the clothes downstairs. So get the clothes off the treadmill (laughs) and go on it every morning for the next week and just stand on it. Don't even turn it on, stand on it. And then the next week, maybe you can turn it on the next week. Maybe you can walk on it for two minutes. What that'll eventually do is it'll build up that habit because by the time they have to start walking on it for 15 minutes or half an hour, they'll have already been used to getting up, walking down and standing on it. And that's momentum. And it is. And that's funny because I actually posted, I think something exactly of that saying that was like, I went and stood on the treadmill today, tomorrow I'm going to turn it on. But I would even take it a step further in yes, now you've gone downstairs, you've cleared it off. You may have even actually put the laundry away. I don't know. You might be that ambitious. <laughs> oh, I don't but know. I even, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that ambitious, but I would even take it a step further. And I would actually have my client at that point, And it, this works again, even for business or anything else, right? Maybe it's, it's making one phone call a day, right? Or having one Zoom connect a day. So it can apply to everything. 
But when you're trying to create that momentum, I would even document that like, okay, so this is my big goal. And today I went and I stood on my treadmill and, you know, made friends with it for five minutes. I went, I made one sales phone call to my best friend, but I still made a phone call, you know, because then not only are you doing the action, but you're acknowledging that you're starting to try and create these new habits in your life. And that instills the confidence because you're not going to see the results from just standing on the treadmill, but that creates that confidence in the fact of, I can do this. I can do this. So like I said, for me, for my clients, I would actually encourage them, write that down, journal that down. That's a really good idea in writing it down and documenting your progress. A lot of times when we're living day to day, we don't notice our progress. And when we start writing things down and keeping track, we say, wait a minute, you know what? I really have done quite a bit here. I know I changed my diet a few years back. Uh, I'm actually a pretty strict vegan diet right now. For me, I never would have believed it five years ago that I would have been able to do this because of two things, cheese and ice cream. Uh, never thought Fair. I could give, give those things up, but I was able to do it. And how I did it was just a little bit at a time. I started out saying, okay, I'm not going to eat the red meat. So I gave that up because so many studies have shown that that's not good for you and yada, yada. Then I started giving up the other things. Then I became a pescatarian because I was still a sushi holic. I loved my sushi. <laughs> So I had to have that and I like different seafood, but I finally said, you know what? I'm going to jump. I'm going to go in the water. It's kind of like that. That's the best way to get into a swimming pool, right? Is not to put your foot in and ease your way in. No, just jump right in. So I said, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to do this vegan thing. You know, it's been a journey now. It's been a little over three years and so far, you know, there, there are times when we have to, I don't like to use the word cheat. But when you break that diet a little bit, like I was in New York City before the holidays and I just had to have a slice. So guess what? There's cheese on the slice. So I had a slice. It's not going to kill me. And the next day I didn't beat myself up over it. I enjoyed it and I just kept going. So I think it's really a matter of keeping the momentum going because you know where you want to go. And that's the next thing I thought I would talk about is the importance of really writing down and focusing on our goals. You know, you talk about journaling the progress, but before we start journaling the progress, we really need to know what our goals are and where we want to go. It's kind of like when we get out in our car, we don't just get in the car and go someplace. Although sometimes that is fun, but <laughs> if we really want to go someplace, we need to know where we're going and how to get there. And that's kind yeah. of what writing down goals are. I'm sure with your clients, you probably sit down and work with them with a set of goals and where they want to be in maybe three to six months. Absolutely. And I, and I think you're right. I think a lot of us don't realize how far on autopilot we are. Like I always start by asking my clients, when you got dressed today, did you put your right foot in your pants first or your left foot? And everybody has to stop and think, right? Because who thinks about that? We've created a habit loop that short, shortens our time, our brain power, our brain capacity. We just know that this is what we're going to do. And so I think that, you know, like you said, we have to create goals. We also have to be aware of the habits 
in order to create those goals. So yes, you have to sit down. And again, you know, I was guilty. I wrote down, I will tell you this, honestly, I wrote down for almost five years in my goals, right? I'm going to lose a hundred pounds because that's what I needed to lose. And so every year at the beginning of new year's, when you're writing your goals out, that always went on there, but that doesn't get me where I needed to go. I wrote it down. That was great, but I never, and you know, I'd lose 10 pounds, 20 pounds, but I would never get to where I needed to go because I wasn't doing all of the work behind writing down that goal. Exactly. When we write down our goals, that's when we can really connect with them because goals, Mm -hmm. they're kind of like living entities. It's like when you meet somebody, have you ever met somebody and you just, there's no connection at all, but then you meet the certain person and you'll have this conversation and you'll just feel this really strong connection where you're talking and you feel like you're in this big bubble. It's just you and this person. And it's this same kind of connection that we need to get with our goals. We need to read those goals and realize that, yes, these goals are real. I can actually achieve these goals because when we start writing things down, And I'll give you a great example. When that book, The Secret, came out, everybody was talking about, you know, affirmations and writing down their goals. Mm -hmm. But you would write down your goal and you wouldn't believe it. Like, my goal is to be a millionaire by the end of the year. But you read that and your subconscious mind is just, ha! Yeah, right. Yeah, you know, and I've actually read studies that it, it, it actually, if you're creating affirmations that are not necessarily in alignment with where you are, your body almost rejects it as a lie. So you do you they're great tools, but you have to be able to use them in a way that will help you. Yeah. It's almost like when you get in a car and you forget to take the parking brake off and you try to drive with that parking brake on, you're not going to be able to get any place. And if our subconscious is telling us that we're not going to hit these goals, then we're not going to hit them because our subconscious really has a lot more power than we give it credit. So we need to be able to figure out ways to overcome that. And a lot of that is to really start to believe in our goals and to continue to connect with them every day and to set realistic goals. And here's the thing, I'm going to get into your area of expertise, the whole um, fitness and uh, health what most people I find end up doing is they can succeed at a diet or at an exercise program. They can lose the weight and they can get down to where they want to be. And all of a sudden something changes. It's like the thermostat. The thermostat was set at 70. Well, they start to lose their weight and they start to feel good about themselves and they get that thermostat up to about 75 and they're feeling really good. And then all of a sudden it clicks and it goes back down to 70. They put the weight back on again. What do you think is the biggest culprit there behind all of that? Well, honestly, I mean, we try to go on a diet like we were talking about earlier, right? It's New Year's. I'm setting the goals. I'm going to the gym six days a week. I'm doing all of this. And that is a reliance on an emotion that is not sustainable, It is seriously the little tiny, 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 tiny things that you can do that will create the momentum that helps you create sustainable habits that when life gets crazy, because it does, I mean, we all experienced the last two years together, 
life will throw us things that we've never even experienced. But when those moments happen, you've created habits that supported you to get to where you wanted. So it's a lot easier to switch back and say, wait a minute, I'm not drinking a cup of water before I pour my cup of coffee. Now I need to get back to that habit. And it becomes something so much easier rather than this mindset of I'm going to work out six days a week. I'm not going to eat any carbs. Like and all of these crazy, crazy, huge shifts that we feel we need to make. It's those daily, daily little tiny pieces that create that domino effect and create that momentum and that habit that sustains where you're trying to go and the goals that you've reached. And normally what we find is happening is when we're creeping back into our old habits, it happens the same way. It's, it's not a big mm-hmm. shift. You know, we nope. don't go from eating healthy to all of a sudden going to McDonald's and Burger King and eating all the junk food again. No, it just starts out with maybe there's some chips around at the house and we'll have a little mm-hmm. bit more, you know, like we used to while we're watching TV and we don't notice it. It creeps in really easily. We can derail ourselves by taking small actions that take us away from our goals. We need to start catching ourselves and we need to start documenting like what we're eating. And I think a lot of people in the fitness realm like to uh, do these diaries where you write down the foods that you eat every day so that you Mm -hmm. keep track of that, especially if something is changing. You know, if you're doing really well, you're losing the weight that you want to lose and suddenly you start gaining it again, there's something happening and you might not pick up the shift. You may not pick up what's happening. Something is stopping the momentum. Somebody's putting on the brakes. And the best way to do that is to go back and to look at all those little details along the way, along the path. So that's a really good exercise to do, writing that stuff down. Again, that's where what you talked about earlier, journaling every day. Yeah, absolutely. You have to create a level of awareness and we all go, Oh, I'm aware. Like I know that I ate too much last night, or I know that, you know, I only grabbed a handful of chips, but I went back for more. I know I went to the grocery store and I bought stuff I probably shouldn't have bought, but I did it. But when you're at the grocery store and you're reaching for those Oreos to put in your cart or your ice cream or whatever, are you actually aware of it in that exact moment and having that conversation of, does this move me towards my goals or does this move me away from my goals? And that's where that really comes into play. And like you said, there are things that happen every day, all day that change. There's emotions, there's family drama, there's, you know, I'm going to go to the gym at 5 a.m. And then I got up and realized I have a flat tire at 5 a.m. So now I'm just going back to bed, right? <laughs> yeah. That stuff happens. It's real life. And so, yeah, keeping track of, like I said, keeping track of the wins as small as they may seem they are creating a positive reinforcement in your life and in your mindset that's going to help move you forward. And that's, again, you can use that with any stream of life that you're trying to change. That's exactly where I was getting right there, because this can happen in our business, in our personal lives, in our relationships. If someone out there is in a relationship with someone and it starts to go a little bit south, you know what? I'll bet if you go back and you start realizing what were the things that I did at the beginning of this relationship when it was new and what am I doing now? And guess what? You'll find out that you're not doing those same things when it comes to taking out the garbage, you know, 
hon, will you take the garbage out? Oh, yeah, no problem. I'll take care of it, you know? And now it's like, will you take the garbage out? Uh, I'll get to it. I'm watching the game. If you start doing the things that you did at the beginning, and it works in the same way, fitness, food, mm -hmm. your business, if you start developing habits and doing those things day in and day out, keep up that momentum. Remember, momentum is that strength or that force of something when it's moving. And in order to keep things moving, we have to keep doing those same things that make things move. So I think that's a great way to look at it. We can take every area of our life and we can apply this. Absolutely. Because you can create momentum wherever you want to create it, as long as you focus there and you're willing to do the work and you're willing to write it down and create that progress. Where do you feel your momentum is taking you this year as we're getting into 2022? Oh my gosh, so many big things. So many amazing, amazing things. There's a lot on deck right now that, that are coming up and coming about, but I'm just really excited for my business and, you know, trying to reach more people, help more people, inspire more people, educate more people and help them in their journey. So I think that there's some, there's some cool stuff happening. It really is. It's going to be an exciting year. My goal, I need to get my book written this year, The, yes. Purposely, po the Purposely Positive Life. Interesting thing is I was just doing some research for that and looking at different quotes because I'm kind of borrowing from every area of life. It's a verse from the Bible that talks about how God knows you and created you right from when you were in your mother's womb and knitted you together. You know, when I think about that, it just tells me that we were not only created, but we were created for a purpose. There's something out there that we were made to do. Our job, really, once we're born, is to figure out what that thing is. What am I supposed to do? Who am I supposed to meet? Who am I supposed to be in contact with? Who am I supposed to collaborate with? What am I supposed to do? What is my impact on the world? And when you find it, you need to go full forward toward that goal. Go full on, don't stop, and make it happen. Because most people, they wake up every day, they're on autopilot, like we said. They do the same thing every day, and they're not living a purposely positive life. They're living a life day-to-day, and letting life dictate what they do. I don't want a life like that. And I don't think anybody does. I know you don't. No, no, I lived that life for quite some time. And that was what started my journey was looking at everything I was doing and going, does this fulfill me? It absolutely doesn't. What did fulfill me before the world told me who I should be or what I should be doing? And that's exactly where I started in doing that self-reflection and how I got to where I'm at. So if people were to reach out to you and they wanted to know more about what you do, for example, I know that you have a book as well. If they wanted to reach out and find out more or get uh, some personal training, how would they do that? So my big platform would be Instagram and my handle on there is coach Krista Pepper. So I keep it nice and simple and easy. And that's usually the best way to get a hold of me. I answer my DMs as quickly as humanly possible, but I am there live all the time. How about this book? 
Um, I did actually, I did write a book. Um, it was, um, this is 30. Um, so it was actually a collaboration book. It is a best-selling book and it was kind of my story as far as going from postpartum depression, being severely overweight and to that process, working through the journaling and creating that momentum within my own self. That sounds fascinating. Is it still available? It is. It's still available on Amazon. Yes. Well, before we close out today, this has been a really interesting discussion. I apologize again for having this little frog in the throat, but like we said, we have to get momentum and we have to keep going no matter what. And we cannot let those little things in life stop us. So the question that I ask all of my guests is simply this, what does being purposely positive mean to you? You know, for me, I think being purposely positive is pretty much what we've discussed already it's making the choice. It's making the choice to show up the best way that you can. It's making the choice to look at the different situations that you're in and taking away something to learn from it. Making the choice and taking away something to learn. That is a great answer. Krista, this has been awesome today. I really appreciate you coming on today and for bearing with me through these tough times. And I am so excited about what we're going to do in 2022 together. Yes. Go, go, go. Thank you so much. This has been amazing. You've been listening to Strive to Thrive, the Purposely Positive Podcast, brought to you by TonyWCoaching.com, where your greatest success is right in front of you. And you know, you may be out there wondering, how can I get my momentum started? Well, I have a free resource at Tony W Coaching. It's an ebook called Strive to Thrive, and you can download that book and you can start that momentum for a great new year. 